I would like to see the baby. The original concept of the Ewok was that he'd be short and small, sort of a short version of a Wookiee. And uh, Joe Johnston and uh, Phil Tippett worked on designs, I think Nilo worked on the designs also, of, of um, you know, these small creatures. The original designs were much more human-like, little men. And I wanted to get away from it looking like a man in a furry suit. I wanted it to be a creature unto itself. And in evolving that, more and more fur got put on, and uh, the eyes got bigger, and uh, he became more, more animal-like. And uh, we realized that he was getting to be a very cute creature, a very teddy bear-like creature, which first we fought a great deal, but eventually we dared to be cute. Dare, 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 dare. Jason and escape Star Wars Babies Week. We're, we're talking about Star Wars Babies. Everybody loves Star Wars. Everybody loves babies. Everybody loves Star Wars Babies. Star Wars isn't just for everyone. Star Wars is specifically for babies. It's why you watch it. It's why you love it. Babies want to watch it. People want to watch babies. It's, it's all here. <laughs> People want to watch babies watching Star Wars. That would be, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> Watching babies watch Star Wars babies on Star Wars. <laughs> it should be a thing on YouTube. Baby's first reaction to watching Star Wars. It probably is already there. All those poor babies, they just want to sleep. Now they're hooked on Star Wars. It's like those those reaction videos where it's like a little screen in the corner and someone with headphones being like, yeah, I guess I get why this is popular. And it's, But it's like just a baby just like looking confused and like trying to take the headphones off. I mean, it works. I, I think I've told the story of like when the, you know, the Clone Wars episode with the babies on it came on. My daughter was little and she came in and she was hooked on that episode because she was seeing she saw Star Wars babies. And then for like years afterwards, whenever she saw Ahsoka, she's like, where are her babies? Where's Ahsoka's babies? <laughs> See, right. It all and it all makes sense. Finally, it's all come around. Babies and Star Baby. The, like we got a movie coming out that is pretty much based around Star Wars baby. Yeah. They introduced a Star Wars baby in 2019, and the whole world went nuts. People freaking out. Couldn't order Baby Yoda stuff fast enough. I freaked out, and I bought a mug and a T-shirt. When they had that merch based on Christian Alsman's art, and that's all there was. And I was just like, oh, my God, I got to get one of each. <laughs> they were they were selling bootleg printouts of pictures of Baby Yoda at my son's like secret Santa thing at school. And he bought me a bootleg picture of baby Yoda, like printed on like fake canvas. <laughs> like that's, that's how hot it was that Christmas. Everybody was losing their minds, but Hey, that's the power of star Wars and babies. It's been around for a long time. It, it, I don't know how much it got fully embraced, but finally star Wars and babies together like peanut butter and chocolate once it's together there's no 
going back. Because we're going to go into, in this episode, the long, long series of Star Wars and Babies. But really, you think of it, it really started with Return of the Jedi. Because there were the Ewoks and the famous Dare to be Cute. But aside from like the cast of Star Wars being cute, and my R2-D2 is pretty cute, but there wasn't like blatantly cute in star wars like trying to be cute in star wars until the ewoks really because there's no there's not much cute in empire except for maybe mark hamill's haircut and stuff yeah 2nb's kind of cute sir it will take quite a while to evacuate the t-47 oh 2nb is cute the wampa's cute in a in his own mischievous way and, and even you know yoda's got his own little bit he's like a little bit of cute as cute as an as cute as an old man can be, Yoda is cute. That is true, but it's it's kind of well known how when they were developing the Ewoks, the the Nilos and the Joe Johnstons of the development process tried to push against the teddy bear part of it. Like you look at a lot of the uh, the early art for Ewoks. We talked about this when we did Ewok Movie Month, and we talked about the the long road development of the Ewoks, you know, for a while there was the Yuzum and there was, there were more like weird and like kind of forced creaturey and not just straight teddy bear. And there's a great thing, of course, in Rinsler's making of return of the Jedi book. And th- this is Joe Johnston talking and he's saying the Ewoks were in fact proving difficult. The first thing George said was they're little furry guys. They carry spears and they run through the woods. So we did 300 drawings of little furry guys running through the woods, but a lot of them were troll like or gnomes or kind of little things. But then George came in and said, okay guys, this isn't working. Let's make them cuter. So we did another hundred sketches we found if we added ears to them, they became much more expressive. Maybe some of them had cute little faces, puppy dog faces. He picked the puppy dog one and said, that's looking pretty good. Do some more like this. I kind of picked up on the direction where he was heading. So I did one so cute, it looked like Teddy Bear's Picnic. It had little ears and was wearing a little bonnet. George came in the next day and said, that's it. We'll kill them with cuteness. Try them all cute. Kind of Joe Johnston kind of being frustrated and doing teddy bears picnic. And then Lucas coming in and being like, that's the one I want. I want a cute. Well, you know, three three Star Wars movies in, it's like this Star Wars thing's going pretty good, but it's missing something. It needs It needs one more ingredient to make it perfect. And it was, yeah, it needed the cuteness. But that's the, the people freaked out. Like the people for the for decades were like, oh, the Ewoks. Oh, the one with the Ewoks. I liked it until the one with the Ewoks and stuff. And they just were in there to sell toys. It lost the hard sci-fi edge of <laughs> the, the first two. But once Kill Em With Cute was added into Star Wars, like I said, there was no going back. But cute Ewoks weren't enough, right? There had to be baby Ewoks. There's baby Ewoks in Return of the Jedi. It's still shocking. It's still incredible. They're there. Yeah, because up to that point, there has never, there was no babies. It wasn't even, you know, not even ugly babies. Like, there was the the ugly, well, the ugly agency that had ugly people. Do you think you could get ugly babies? <laughs> I don't know. We have to ask Svina about ugly babies. Was there an ugly babies agency? Go through the the paperwork of the the UK ugly agency. Is there a special special section for babies? But yeah, just cute Ewoks wasn't enough. Everybody knows if you want to take it to ultimate cuteness, you need a baby. And what's cuter than a cute Ewok? A baby Ewok. And at that point, yeah, then all bets are off. It's like, I need my Star Wars cute but they know that you gotta you gotta it's like sugar or or a or a a spicy spice you gotta just do a little bit of the babies (laughs) just a little hint of the babies otherwise it's too much people can't handle it i still love the ewok babies in return the jedi because they're just like just little funky little puppets yeah they love 3po they get scared at the story 
And there's just there's a couple close up shots of them just being like little fuzzy puppets with little tiny noses. Yeah. Zoom in on those babies. And Lucas loves Ewok babies so much. There's a picture in the the Tashin making of Star Wars book of George Lucas holding one of the Ewok babies. Look at this little baby. I just love it so much. <laughs> he didn't really like Star Wars until that moment. He's like, finally, it's finally perfect. Well, then, you know, that, like we said, the power of Grogu, like we're still in Grogu mania. You can't go anywhere without seeing Grogu. It's like we were talking about last week with the announcement of the movie and normal people that are going to go see the Mandalorian and Grogu. It was crazy because like right after we recorded that episode that weekend, I was driving somewhere and a car passed me on the highway and on their back of their car, they had like a little decal of like a little Grogu popping up at the bottom of the window. And then I was at a store and I saw a little kid wearing like a Grogu winter hat. And I was like, man, we're so right. Like there's nothing out there. Has there ever been anything like a character from Star Wars that has like taken the world by storm quite like Grogu? I mean, that says R2-D2. Was even was R2-D2 even this big in the 70s, though? Do you think? Maybe. Because, I mean, R2 and 3PO were on all the kids' shows and making commercials. And BB-8 was pretty big there for a while. Yeah, that's true. Well, and BB-8 is kind of like a baby droid. He is kind of a baby. His name is BB-8. He's a baby. <laughs> He's baby-8. Yeah. But it's crazy since Grogumania has gripped the nation, how much babies have become part of Star Wars. Just just no shame. There was the whole Galactic Pals, dolls, and animated shorts on like this. I think it was on StarWars.com. It definitely was on the Star Wars YouTube. Where It's just babies. It's just like baby creatures, baby animals, baby everything. There's like a baby wampa just being cute. Back when the prequels came out, there was the Wildlife of Star Wars book full of incredible tarot Whitlatch art. And like every Star Wars creature in that book, there's at least one picture of it with its babies. Baby Wampas, baby Rancors, baby Eopies. Because by that time they knew. They knew everybody's got to have a baby. George Lucas is probably like, just show me the babies. I want to see the babies. Like this book's pretty good, but I don't see any babies. And George Lucas... He's all about babies. He's all about raising them. Every documentary you ever watch, I, I left because my kids and the babies, so they're taking the babies to the set of Return of the Jedi. And I just got with the babies. I couldn't do movies because I got my babies. He sold Star Wars because of the babies. Yeah. He had some baby business to take care of. So his, his old baby of Star Wars had to go because it's all grown up and he had a new baby to play with. George Lucas loves babies. Star Wars has been centering around babies for a while. Dare to be cute. Return the Jedi dare to be cute. And once you dare to be cute, once you kill them with cuteness, like we said, there is no going back. There's no turn. Don't look back. That's like what Shmi said. Django Fett, all he cared about was babies. Mm -hmm. I don't need money. I just need a baby. I need a baby Boba Fett, a Boba Fett baby. Hey, think about this. The fall of Anakin Skywalker. Whole thing kind of revolved around the babies. He did it for the babies. Padme, very important, extremely important. But Padme was pregnant. And once Anakin found out that Padme lived and had a baby, didn't even know about two babies until much, much, much later... That was what began the return of the Jedi, the redemption of Anakin Skywalker. Babies. Whole thing's about babies. Whether you're outside of the Star Wars movies or inside of the Star Wars movies, Star Wars babies make you crazy. <laughs> galaxy never has a 50-year-old toddler created this much of a stir. The surprise reveal of a force-sensitive, 
frog-loving, doe-eyed baby of the Yoda species has set Star Wars fandom a Twitter. Birthing countless memes, appreciation posts, tattoos, even making its way into the world of late-night TV and politics. Curveball, what's Baby Yoda's whole deal, and why are people so excited about him? <laughs> He's a baby! <laughs> He's so cute! Bad baby. Oh, bad baby. Sorry about that. He's young. Bad, bad baby. <laughs> Okay, so here's what we're going to do, folks. We're going to go through all the the Star Wars babies that we could think of. Are there some that we miss here? Probably. We're going to do the Star Wars baby bracket, where it's, I think it's like, it's going to be like basketball playoff bracket. Like that's, it's happening right now with like sports, like football and stuff. There's brackets, there's brackets everywhere. To everybody's who's who wins what and then who plays against who. Yeah. Only this bracket is all about babies. It's the baby bracket is what it is, folks. So we're gonna go through the list of Star Wars babies and it's gonna keep getting narrowed down. But first, Gabe, let's go over some of our Star Wars baby rules, right? Because we have rules in place here. Because you're gonna hear us talk about stuff and you're gonna be like, but what about blah blah blah? We we've got some rules. They're babies. They're not little kids. So Kid Ray, Kid Luke, Kid Leia, eh, they're not babies. More or less, they need to be like, they can't function on their own. They need a mom. They need to be carried by a parent. Other than Grogu's kind of on that threshold. At the at the beginning of Mandalorian, it seemed like he couldn't walk. So at least when we first were introduced to him, he was a baby, so he might he might make the cut. But yeah, babies, not kids, not creatures necessarily. Babies. Wildlife of Star Wars babies. That's like another category. We can't we we can't really get into that right now. But some of them we will be talking about. So yeah, let's start out here. Let's start with our first two. Baby Ewoks, also known as Walklings. This is a fierce competitor because this is the og star wars baby this is the original this is the trendsetter for star wars babies this is what started star wars baby mania as we were saying and they're up against kind of a fan favorite but not in this way the clones little baby clones in jars they're there in attack of the clones little babies they're all over the place there's a ton of them little baby little little baby thames Maybe the most by volume of babies in Star Wars are the baby clones. I wish when the baby clones were born, they had Tem's voice. Look at me, I'm a baby. <laughs> Maybe they do. We haven't got to see them like freshly hatched yet. You know, they're still Bad Batch season three. Come on. Right, this is tough. This is really tough. Whoo. I got to go with the Walklings. I don't know. Because we didn't talk about this. What if we disagree on the winner of the bracket? Let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, we haven't thought that far ahead. But yeah, luckily, yeah, it's got baby Ewoks. They're the team to beat. Really, it's like who can beat baby Ewoks? We're going to find out. But yeah. Okay, we're going to find out. That's our, that's our first winner. Nothing against the, the little naked little naked baby Thames because they're all beautiful in their, their little glass jars. We'd, by no means are we saying anything bad about little baby naked Thames. No, they're, they're champions in their own right. Has there ever been merchandise of little naked babies and clones? Would that be weird? I don't know. Like a t-shirt with just a bunch of babies in jars. This is, I love Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Let's move on. Okay. The next contender in the Star Wars baby bracket, the twins. They're in there together because they're twins. Little Luke, little Leia, little babies in Revenge of the Sith. I love those babies so much. I've got the action figures of Bail Organa and Obi-Wan Kenobi holding the little babies because it was, I think, 
one of the first times that there were Star Wars babies action figures. I also have the Walklings action figures. But anyways, I'm so jealous of you of the babies of having the baby figures. I don't have any baby figures, or at least not those ones. Man, when did they have the Walkling one? Oh, it was in that wild time of like pre Disney sale. It's like when they made uh, Hermiotal and Efont Mon. It was like it was a wild time. You'd go to the grocery store and there'd be, uh, she wasn't called Weeba Weeba at the time, but they'd have like a Weeba Weeba action figure sitting on the shelf at Meyer. And you'd be like, well, I got it. I guess I got to get this. But yeah, they had, uh, it was an Ewok with a little basket of Ewok babies. And I was like, well, I got to get this. Oh, all right. Well, the twins are up against another serious contender. You may know him as Rod of the Hut, but. His friends and family call him Stinky. Oh, Stinky. Stinky brought back Star Wars babies in a big way in the Clone Wars movie. I love that. In the Clone Wars, the the kickoff to the show, we got a lot of, you know, our introduction to Ahsoka Tano, but also the whole thing is revolving around a baby hutlet named Stinky, who was ridiculously cute. This one, This one's really hard. I don't know. I've really got to reflect on my life and everything right now. I really don't know. How are you leaning? I hate to say it, but I'm I'm leaning stinky. God, I was saying that too. I was, that's what I was thinking, but I didn't want to say it out loud. If we're going Star Wars babies, let's go Star Wars babies. Yeah. I think it's got to be stinky because stinky is still a legend. We still don't know the whereabouts. Of Rada, aka Stinky. Bad Bass Season 3. Let's do it. Yeah, he's still a big time Star Wars mystery. And yeah, it seems like if you're t- if you're a twin or a clone, you're cool, but you're not as cool. Because there's two of you. Or or a thousand of you. There's only one stinky. Okay, so the next one, we're going into the Clone Wars. We're going into the episode Children of the Force that was pretty much all babies. It was basically Clone Wars the baby episode. Yeah, this was the episode. And this was kind of crazy going back if you think about it. This was like the third episode, I think, in season two. So this is early, early in Clone Wars. Clone Wars had to remind you it's still all about the babies. We're going to bring you some babies. You know, Ahsoka's a little kid. But we didn't forget about babies. This is the episode that Major Daughter asks, where are Ahsoka's babies? And one of the babies, the first one in this bracket, Zin Toa, I hope I'm saying that right, Natolin, Natolin, it's a Kit Fisto baby. It's a baby Kit Fisto is what it is, folks. It's a Fisto baby. Which, you know, we all love Kit Fisto with a burning passion, and what do you do with Kit Fisto to make the whole Kit Fisto situation even better? Kit Fisto baby. It was pretty incredible. Zintoa's competition, though, is absolutely fierce, right? Let's talk about this. Yeah, Zintoa is up against the one and only Ruru Page. <laughs> girl and i'm really shocked and really offended that this is i think the first time on blast points that we have discussed ruru page yeah it is kind of an incredible that we've never brought up ruru page before and i think part of it is like i remember that episode so vividly just because it was star wars babies and because it made my daughter ask about ahsoka's babies all the time I think my brain just could not comprehend that one of the babies was a Gungan. And I just like blacked that part out because yeah, Ruru page, she's pink. She's got little like bows on her ears. She's got the craziest green eyes. Folks, we we're almost at 400 episodes. We've talked about all kinds of crazy stuff, but we've never talked about Ruru page. And I, I think all we can do is apologize. 
we need to do do better because we forgot about Ruru Page. There's somebody that years ago probably stopped listening who was like, wow, this has got to be the episode where those guys talk about Ruru Page. And we didn't. We talked about something else. And they probably just quietly just, just slipped away being like, I'm done with Blast Points. They talked about Peppy Bo a little bit. A little bit. We talk about Peppy. Yeah, we, we'll talk about Peppy Bo anytime you want. No Ruru Page. Well, we're fixing it today now. Ruru Page. And a Kit Fisto baby is pretty incredible. But does Zintoa have a chance? Any other situation, Zintoa is number one. But you go you go up against Ruru Page, a little baby Gungan with bows in her around her ears. Ruru Page is gonna win. So I Ruru Page is the winner. So next up, we done. We're not done with Children of the Force. You got we done. We done. He's a little baby Rodian. A little baby Greedo. We're not talking about the baby Greedo that attacked Anakin on the streets of Mos Espa in the deleted scenes from Phantom Menace. No, no, no. That doesn't count as a baby. That's like a kid. We done is a baby. <sighs> yeah. Well, and we're also not talking about the other the kid Rodinian Rodian on uh, on this on the space plane with Mando. I've seen lots of kid Rodians now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I like we done a lot because it's like the basic things of a of a Greedo alien. You got the big 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 eyes and a little snoot and big big ears, so it just translates to a to a baby so perfectly. But we done is up against Pipe, the baby hammerhead. This is like cruel. Yeah, Pipe is. Everyone's favorite hammerhead alien shrunk down to a baby that kind of looks like what's that game? Jax. Do people even play Jax anymore? Is that even like a thing? Can you even buy Jax? Like there was, how do you even play it? There was a rubber ball and a bunch of weird looking metal things. That's what, that's what a pipe looks like. <laughs> you throw it and then you say Jax. And then you like run and you pick it all up and you throw it again. Yeah. I don't know. That's like, we're old, almost dead, but we're not that old. So. Yeah, at least we're not so old. We used to play jacks. Yeah, so so Pipe was from Rebels, the future of the Force. Little baby Hammerhead playing jacks. Yeah, which was the Rebels episode when we realized, oh, yeah, Rebels didn't forget about babies. And they didn't forget about the episode in Clone Wars where there were babies because Ahsoka comes back and she talks about, hey, this happened in my other show. They were trying to steal babies. We got a baby Rodian, a baby Hammerhead. Are you going to pick Jason? Is this gonna, are we going to have to fight about this one? I'm going we done. Oh, no. Oh no! Oh no! I I would pick Pipe. the The moment we dreaded finally came. Okay, explain to me why you picked Pipe. I'm 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 willing to change my mind. Love at first sight, Jason. <laughs> but I, you know, I don't want to make you change change your mind. I will give you this that. Hammerheads are more rare and special. I'm not saying anything bad about Rodians at all. But any anytime we see a hammerhead, whether it's Doc Ondar, Galaxy's Edge, whether it's Mayor McCheese in the book of Boba Fett, it's something to be celebrated. Because remember in this episode, I think they go to their, that's like a hammerhead planet. Because like everyone's a hammerhead, which is cool enough. And then, yeah, we see a baby one. You convinced me. The, the the referees have reviewed the call. We watched the tape. You went back to the tape. You're like, okay. He's got he's got little round bubble eyes. Little blue t-shirt. Okay, so moving on to our next one. We're still on Rebels. We're still on the future of the Force episode. We got a little human baby. 
named Alora, a little redhead human baby named Alora. What could that be? If you're wondering if little baby Alora from Rebels was named after Alora Dannon from Willow, the answer is yes. It was intentional. Little Willow shout out in Rebels. Gotta love it. Alora has her work cut out for her because she is up against the Aki Aki babies. <sighs> They're sitting down, enjoying their puppet show, giggling along. I do love the Aki Aki babies a lot, like a whole lot. We could be stretching it because they're almost toddlers. We don't see them walking. They're pretty babyish, though. And I think in the visual dictionary, they're being held by their parents. So I think they're I think they count as babies. I love little baby Alora, but uh, I'm going Aki Aki babies. I'm in agreement. It's got to be Aki Aki babies. They have a necklace they want to give me. They want to know my last name. And I'll tell them. I'll take the necklace. I just want to hang out with the babies and watch the puppet show. I want to go to the Aki Aki Festival of Life or whatever it was called. That, I like the dancing. I like the puppet show. I like the whole vibe going on there 100%. I kind of want, I like that you show up and there's fireworks going off. I want to go to it. All right, we're moving on. All right, we're kind of breaking our rules. We set some rules. We said there were rules. We were going to follow them. We kind of lied. They're too cute not to be in the list. Well, th- this this bracket challenge is is just across the board kind of a rule breaker. This is this is like this is the wild card. <laughs> this is like the bad boys of the baby bracket. <laughs> yeah, because we're we're doing we're doing pork babies. We got to do pork babies. They're not. They're not. They're, I mean, they're technically. Wildlife, but come on, it's pork babies. It's about every time you went to go see The Last Jedi, someone in the theater, oh. Yeah. It's incredible. Neil Scanlon and his crew, his amazing team of wizards, had to make little pork babies. And they're basically just like balls of fuzz with like a little mouth is basically what they are. And even the the grown-up porgs are kind of like little babies. It's almost like the porgs are babies that have babies. So the Porg babies are like double babies. Yeah, like we were, we were talking about like BB-8 and like baby mania in Star Wars. There was Porg mania for like a little bit there. Can't forget that. Dare to be cute. The Porgs dared to be cute. Kill them with cuteness. So the Porg babies are up against, and again, this is, this is the bad boys. This is the wild card. Baby Ben Solo from the rollout cartoon we debated including Baby Ben Solo from the rollout, rollout cartoon, but you kind of got to because it was Baby Ben Solo, and it was ludicrous, and he was like a little little ball rolling around wearing a Han Solo vest with black hair. It was like little baby Adam Driver rolling around getting in an adventure. And technically, since there was, you know, there's the original trilogy movies with Han and Leia, and then there's a sequel trilogy movie with their son, Ben Solo, grown up. At some point in there, there's a baby Ben Solo. So the real baby Ben Solo is is out there somewhere. So it's kind of a, a, double, a double feature here. Real baby Ben Solo crossed with baby Ben Solo in rollout. Okay, we got baby Ben Solo versus Porg Babies. Another tough one. My gut says Porg Babies. I think I think I got to go with Porg Babies too. Listen, nothing against Baby Ben Solo in Rollout. It's amazing. It's incredible. There were like when there were like little there were little butterflies around him and stuff. Everybody freaked out, understandably so. But Porg Babies are little balls of fuzz with a little beak. Yeah, you might be Baby Ben Solo cute, but not everybody can be Porg Baby cute. <laughs> Okay, this is a big one. This is a big one. We're now in the Disney Plus era. We got the heavyweight, the the undefeated champion coming in, Grogu, a.k.a. the Yoda baby, the baby Yoda. We debated, is Grogu really a baby or not? 
but Grogu is the most famous Star Wars baby there is, like we said. The client says, I want to see the baby. They call him a baby. In the show, in the world, everyone calls him Baby Yoda. Even though he can walk, he's still a baby. And he chooses not to walk most of the time. Yeah, he'd rather have Din Djarin carry him around. Who can blame him? And does Grogu have a chance against the other Mandalorian series baby, the frog lady and frog man's little tadpole baby? This is a really, 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 really tough one. The king of babies up against possibly the most outrageous Star Wars baby. Well, and you gotta you gotta think about too that that scene where Frog Lady and Frogman's babies were born was also just centered around Grogu looking at the baby, a baby looking at a baby, while the while while the frog couple looks on in joy. Uh, see, I almost feel like you got. I gotta take the 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 classic choice, the obvious choice, and. I cannot deny the power of Grogu. I got to go with Grogu. No, I agree. I think against anyone else, the uh, the tadpole frog lady baby has a chance, but against Grogu, no. Grogu's a legend. Yeah. In a packed list of incredible babies, Grogu is a serious contender. So, yeah, I think Grogu's moving on. <laughs> So our final two, right? Before we we have some honorable mentions that we have to talk about, some things outside the the realm of strictly babies. But our final two, Tales of the Jedi, Baby Ahsoka. It happened. She was cute. She was incredible. Tales of the Jedi is awesome. It's too bad we also didn't get to see Baby Dooku and Baby Qui Gon in the other story. There's, there's, we can hope. Tales of the Jedi season two. Surprise, surprise, it's all about babies. Well, and there is another Ahsoka-related baby from live-action Ahsoka TV show. There is the incredible Noti baby. It wasn't enough to have little hermit crab turtle people wearing little sweaters, but there was a baby, a big-eyed, little, goofy-face Noti baby. I love uh, Baby Ahsoka, but the Nodi baby almost made me fall off, fall off my couch. I couldn't believe it. And, you know, it's uh, Ahsoka again showing up to remind you that Star Wars is about babies, even though Ahsoka can't win because her being a baby is not as good as her sharing all the other babies with the world. And she shared the Nodi baby. So, yeah, I'm, I think the Nodi baby's got to go on. So let's real quick before we get into our, the 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 bracket narrowing down, let's talk about some of our honorable mentions because there's a bunch of them. Things like in Phantom Menace, there's not Gungan babies, but there's a bunch of little Gungan kids hanging out in the scene uh, in the by the big statue at the end when Amidala tells uh, Boss Nass who she really is and bows to him. There's a lot of Gungan kids. Attack of the Clones has. Tuscan kids and the action figure has like a Tuscan kid that rides in a little backpack that's almost a baby. There's uh you know there's the Muppet Babies Star Wars references left and right. And it was, you know, Jim Henson knew what was up and had a whole show of just Muppet Babies and they talked about Star Wars quite a bit. There was the a midwife droid on Polis Massa, a droid whose whole job it is to deliver babies bad batch had moochie who's technically a baby rancor but he's kind of more like a rancor toddler maybe rebels had the the baby nebre out in space with a ap5 as he sang a song floating out there one of the best scenes ever in star wars mandalorian did have spider babies so not not quite dare to be cute, but they were babies. And as far as we can remember, without doing a whole lot of research, 
There were no babies in the Book of Boba Fett, which makes no sense. There were no babies in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Little Leia does not count as a baby. She's definitely not a baby. And there were no babies in Andor. As far as I can remember, I don't remember any babies in Andor. (laughs) The closest thing to babies Andor had were the sounds of dying alien children. (laughs) Tony Gilroy is like, I'll give you babies. Yeah. So those are some of our special shout-outs. And right, well, you mentioned, too, the the, Terrell, the wonderful Terrell Whitlatch, Wildlife of Star Wars book. Baby on every page, just about. Yeah, yeah. If you love creature babies, that is the book to track down. So, okay, let's narrow it down. The bracket has been narrowed down. We got Ewok babies, Walklings versus Stinky. Here's where things get real. I think I got to go with Ewok babies. I I agree. I feel bad against our our good friend Stinky. When my daughter was born, you sent me a a onesie with Stinky on it. Yeah. You knew you knew the future, even though I called you and was like, I, I just don't know about the Clone Wars movie. You were just like, screw you. You're gonna like it eventually. And you know what? You were right. <laughs> yeah. So okay, our next showdown: Ruru Page versus Pipey. No, I I think uh, as much as I love Pipe, I think it's got to go to Ruru. It's got to go to Ruru. This is painful. The Aki Aki babies versus the Porg babies. Mm, I you know what? Here's the thing. I think the Aki Aki babies have to win just because they're more babies. They they follow the rules. Being a bad boy only gets you so far. <sighs> And they're just ridiculous. They're watching a puppet show. They're having a good time. They're just, the only time we see them is like they're like ha ha ha, ha like fly, like f- laughing. The pork babies are cute because they're like little bird babies, but the aki 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 babies are like full on like these are babies. They're made to be babies. They have goofy alien baby faces. They don't even look like their parents. They're just like babies. Babies for the sake of babies. <laughs> <laughs> sequel trilogy is almost done holy crap we haven't had enough we barely had any baby only thing we've had is like baby birds yeah okay this is really hard grogu versus the Nodi baby man it's tough because it's like we've had four four seasons of grogu melting our heart but that Nodi baby hit the scene hard but is that just because Nodi baby is like the the hot new baby, or does Nodi Baby have the staying power of of Grogu? Eileen Grogu, I'm I'm really sorry, but Grogu, undeniable, undeniable power. Yeah, I think if it was anybody else, maybe Nodi Baby had a chance, but yeah, I think Grogu, Grogu's got that power. Okay, now we're getting really crazy. The Walklings versus Ruru Page. Sorry, Ruru, we forgot to talk about you for so long. And I'm also sorry that I don't think you can beat the Walklings. You're cute, but you're not that cute. I agree. Okay, the Akiaki babies versus Grogu. If only Grogu at least watched a puppet show. Grogu did go to school, though. And we've seen him throw up. So, yeah, I think uh, I'm sorry, Akiaki babies. I think I think it's got to be Grogu. This is like Hulk Hogan versus the Ultimate Warrior at this point. The Walklings. This is, this is the final, right? This is the final. The Walklings, the Ewok Babies versus Grogu. Who reigns supreme in the Star Wars baby world? It's tough too because there's like, there's all different baby Ewoks. Maybe one's more your favorite than another, and the, but there's only one Grogu. But yeah, we have seen Grogu thrown up, throw up. We've seen Grogu eat eggs uh, in front of the egg's mother. We've seen him eat frogs. He does flips. He flew to Bo-Katan's castle <laughs> in his stroller. Yeah, oh, I'm man. I hate I hate to do it to the to the to the baby Ewoks, but Grogu might have to be the winner because as far as we know, too, there's more Grogu 
we know there's at least one more Grogu story to come, if not more. And is the is are, are the Walklings story over at this point? I mean, they were in Return of the Jedi. They were in the Ewok movies. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Grogu is the ultimate Star Wars baby because the challenge that George Lucas presented in 1983 to dare to be cute, no one stepped up to that challenge quite like the Grogu phenomenon. And no one has really cemented dare to be cute in Star Wars quite like Grogu has. And if that's really what this is all about, then I think Grogu is the champion of Star Wars babies. Well, think about this. Grogu brought Star Wars cuteness and Star Wars babies to a starring role. All these other babies are kind of like hanging out in the background. And Grogu, as of right now, is like name on the marquee, going to be starring in his own movie with some with some guy, his dad, whatever. It's the Grogu show. So, yeah, he might be the king of the babies. Grogu is our pick in 2024 as the ultimate Star Wars baby. Maybe you disagree. Maybe you, listener, maybe you disagree. Maybe you're like, you fools, Stinky is number one. Zintoa is number one. What are you talking about? So let us know. Who's your favorite Star Wars baby? But we're going Grogu because it just makes sense. And if you think of any Star Wars babies we missed, because we probably did, let us know that too. So we can feel bad about ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guess what, folks? There is a baby that we forgot we're recording this days later after we recorded the rest of the episode you're listening to right now and we were you know in situations like this sometimes we're just like whatever we'll just let it go and somebody will call us out online but this one we're so embarrassed that we forgot that we had to make a special point to get back together and record some breaking news we 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 are currently just hanging our heads in shame that we missed this one for multiple reasons. This should have been the first baby on our list and somehow it wasn't even on our list. And it's from Phantom Menace. It's from the pod race. A couple things that, you know, we think are okay. We totally missed rats Tyrell and his family. And in his family, there's an itty bitty little baby named Dobie Tyrell which the name came from Pablo's Essential Reader's Guide, Dobie Tyrell, the baby that rocked the world when made its debut in the DVD of The Phantom Menace, right? I think so. But what do we know at this point? (laughs) Don't listen. Don't listen to anything we're saying. We don't know anything. We, we, we failed you, and would Dobie Tyrell might have ended up winning the whole thing, might have win, won the whole bracket if we would have remembered. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe Grogu put a spell on us so we would forget about Dobie Tyrell, so Grogu had a chance to be the champion. All we can do to all you listeners is apologize deeply. We're so sorry. <laughs> we'll try to do better in the future. <laughs> now back to your regularly scheduled episode. And these last points, too accurate for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. 
All right, everybody. Apple Podcast Reviews, when you get done listening to this episode, if you're like, man, that Star Wars Babies episode was great, go over there to Apple Podcasts. If that's the way you listen to the show, write something nice so more people can find Blast Points when they're looking for a good Star Wars podcast, and they'll hear this. (laughs) And if you listen on Spotify, just leave us a five-star review over there, too. And check out our website, BlastPointsPodcast.com, and make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you're on Facebook, make sure you're part of the Blast Points Super Chill Group. And we got the Blast Points Army on Patreon, where new stuff is on the way. And you might have heard in last week's episode that everybody has access to the incredible commentaries. So like our commentary for Temple of Doom, Raiders of Lost Ark, Phantom Menace, Rogue One, all kinds of good stuff on there. You can listen to those. I think we did a Rogue One commentary, right? I think so. (laughs) I think we've done all the Star Wars movies. All kinds of good. We did a whole series where we just talked about, what, 20 minutes of the beginning. We talked about the episode one documentary, the beginning in 20-minute chunks with some really fun guests. So a lot of great stuff on there. And to all you members of the Blast Points Army, thank you to each and every one of you. That wraps up number 386, Star Wars Babies. It's a history-making episode. Getting to the real squishy, tiny core of Star Wars is deep inside of Star Wars is a is a tiny little baby making it all happen <laughs> killing you with cuteness that was the real secret power of the Death Star it was just full of babies just shooting out baby energy maybe one day we'll get baby Tarkin that would be that'd be really great is there there's gotta be a baby picture of Peter Cushing on the internet that's what I wanna see put that on a t-shirt that says I love Star Wars with a baby picture of Peter Cushing do it so on that note everyone thank you all so much for listening we'll talk to you next week bye bye may the force be with you goodbye old friend may the force be with you May the force be with you! Ah!